Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You, the official podcast of your morning commute. I'm Evan Wazork, and that's my brother Matt. We back. We back. Season two, ladies and gentlemen. Now, it should come to no surprise to anyone, considering the fact that Matt and I grew up in Cleveland, our sister, father, and multiple aunts and uncles graduated from the University of Michigan, and we were going to Michigan sporting events before we were going to professional Cleveland events, that we might be a little fond of Big Ten football. Quite frankly, I think it's the best football on earth. Am I right, Matt? 100%, son. There's just something about being a Big Ten fan. If I'm a Big Ten fan and you're a Big Ten fan, there's something I get about you and there's something you get about me that no other college football fans on the planet understand in the way that we do. So we're so happy to bring you Big Ten football with a hint of national flavor. Let's get started with that national flavor. Evan, take the roll call. When Evan calls your name, please say here. Let's roll through the preseason AP Top 15. Alrighty, folks. Preseason polls where the rankings don't mean anything because no one's played a game yet. At number (laughs) one, we have no surprise, Alabama. Number two, Ohio State. Number three, Florida State. Number four, USC with two votes. Whoever voted for them, I need your credentials. They're out of here. Number five, Clemson. Number six, Penn State. Number seven, Oklahoma. Number eight, Washington. Number nine, Wisconsin. Number 10, Oklahoma State. Number 11, Michigan. Number 12, Auburn. At 13, we have LSU. At 14, we have Stanford. And rounding out the top 15 of the fake preseason poll, we have the Georgia Bulldogs. So Clemson's the only team who's ended the season higher than they started in the preseason uh, for the last six years in a row. Does that say true in 2017, Evan? Six years in a row. Quite the streak. I'm going to go no. I think I think they'll end up top 10. I don't think they'll be higher than five, though. My prediction, way too early to tell, eight. So you're telling me Dabo just signed a $7 million contract to be less than five? That's what I'm telling you, yeah. Yikes. Well, it's your money, it's not my money. Now, while we're on a Big Ten podcast, let's talk Big Ten. Evan, you want to take us through the Big Ten East preview? Can do, sir. Big thing, what to watch, or who to watch for, who's going to Indianapolis. Now, gun to my head, before we get into the individual of each team, it pains me to say it, Matt. No! Ohio State. Get the... Ohio State. Until until I see otherwise, you got to go with Ohio State. It would make no sense to bet on any other team. I take it you disagree. Sorry, did you watch the Ohio State-Clemson game last year? I did. I did. <laughs> um, do you know that Sith Lord Meyer is still at the helm? And somehow JT Barrett is still in college? I swear to God, I thought he graduated. Preach. He's on his like, about seventh year of eligibility. It's unbelievable. Right, let, me, let me pitch it, this to you. Why do you think... Uh, Ohio State's not going to repeat. Because it's Michigan. They're returning 15 starters, including old man time Barrett. (laughs) Michigan has five returning starters. That's it. Only one on defense. Mike McCray, linebacker. True, true. It's very concerning, Matt. Hey, you seen tape on Rashawn Gary, though? Looks good, though. He does look good. Uh, So, it's in some time and in some way, like, you know the, the law of averages. It, it just gotta gotta work out. I, the the uh, I I can't let this go. I can't let the end of the Ohio State game go. I know that I have, like so many Ohio State fans out there, like this and that. It, the end of that game so absurd. Both pass interference calls go their way. The first down call goes their way. 
Like you're in Columbus. Okay, and like that's part of college football. You're either playing in Ann Arbor this year. It's not going to go down in that way this time. It's just not. Michigan beats Ohio State, and they beat Wisconsin. That's that's the ball game. Regardless of what happens in State College, Michigan's going to be in that driver's seat. I wish I could have your confidence. Let's talk about the third team in the East, though. Some would Who's- say the two team, and when I say some, I mean the AP poll, Penn State. Oh, and the coaches poll. A lot of hype. James Franklin got paid this spring. Paid, not like Dabo got paid, though. No, but still got paid. Barkley, serious Heisman contender. I also think McSworley might get some Heisman looks. What are, what are your thoughts on the old uh, Nittany lines? Oh, I think they look strong. I mean, that's a, that's a tough away game for Michigan. I think that Michigan is lucky that Penn State has the road schedule that they have uh, it, in the beginning of October and then at the end. It, sorry, beginning of October and beginning of November. The only home game they have in that stretch is Michigan. I mean, that's a hell of a home game, but... That said, I, I think in the year of the quarterback that we're in, McSorley, you know, is a top ten, if not top five, quarterback in the NCAA. Does he get an invite to he- to New York for the Heisman ceremony? I think so. I mean, I think we're looking McSorley, Barkley, Jackson, and then it, people are on the, on the polls I've seen so far. You're really overlooking Bo Scarborough. And Jalen Hurts. Yeah, for sure. I, I put, Although I do think this is I think this is Jackson's year, but that's just me. I uh, disagree. Uh, you have an uh, Alabama running back in his second year. I, <laughs> do you know how this game works? You have a good Alabama running back? Okay, he's fair. the Heisman Trophy winner. Like, that's how it works. Fair, fair. Let's briefly talk, before moving on to the West, sure. to some of the more, shall we say, challenged teams in the East. Some might say basement. Starting with Indiana, we got Coach Allen's first year ever as a head coach. What do you think his record's going to end up being? I think I think he might surprise people. He's made some massive improvements on defense before we all scoff at Indiana how bad they are. Um, so I'm expecting even more improvement on the D. And honestly, you know, Big Ten ball in the when it gets cold out, you got a really good D. Like that could win you a game. Um, I think they go bowling this year. Oh, agree. I think they go bowling too. Uh, unfortunately, bowling's kind of like a low-level term these True. days. It, I, I see six. I was going to say six wins, and then like we get that crazy stuff where like teams either think they're too good and like don't go to a bowl game, or there's like academic eligibility issues, and then you have a five-win team get in. Uh, I, I think Indiana bowls, and you know, Rutgers, man, oh man, oh man, do they really need to clean up their act in terms of the seller of the Big Ten East? Preach. I, like, I will, the Big Ten is the strongest conference in college football, no doubt. Um, Rutgers, though, you guys are just, like, not helpful in any way. And like, we, Are they going to get a conference win? We only invited you because you play basketball, and then, like, you didn't even play basketball. They're bas- not even that good you at basketball. You didn't play basketball very well this year. So atrocious. Your defense was epically bad. Um, do they get a Big Ten win this year? Uh, I think no. Really? Who do they beat? Do they beat? They beat two years in a row. Okay, tell me who they beat. I think their best hope at winning is versus Maryland and Yankee State. <laughs> no way. No way. I, I, that's their best no way. chance. I think they could pull it off. No way. Neutral side against a not very good team. I, I mean, all the other games, I don't know when they're going to win. They're playing at Happy Valley, at Michigan, Ohio State, at Nebraska. Yeah. You're not going to win any of those games. The only other potential game would be at Indiana or Purdue. 
But I, I'm saying Yankee Stadium, November 4th, my birthday, Rutgers gets a conference win. All right, I'll bet whatever I'll bet whatever you want to bet on that game. I'm taking Maryland without even seeing either team play right now. Maryland. Good Lord. Okay. Speaking of, Maryland. Improvement, regress, stay the same. Improve. I believe in uh, DJ Durkin. Defensive guy. Uh, he's a hardball guy. Not what they wanted last year, but definitely grew. And you definitely saw a lot more energy in the program and energy in recruiting. Uh, I think that Maryland continues to trend in a positive direction. Okay, last team in the East, Michigan State. They're in the Rose Bowl three years ago. That seems like a century ago. Century, preach. They're returning only six starters, three in offense, two on defense, and they're punter. They kind of have a rough schedule. Notre Dame, at Michigan, at Minnesota, Penn State, Ohio State. This is kind of a serious rebuilding year for Sparty. Do they go bowling? And is D'Antonio's seat hot? I think if we think Indiana's bowling, Michigan State's also bowling. I have no idea why you put Notre Dame as like the rough schedule game on there. You're like on the ESPN, East Coast, Catholic, Brian Kelly. Notre Dame is fucking atrocious. They were atrocious last Michigan year. Michigan State is State. atrocious. I, Michigan State won three games last year. That's atrocious. That's Notre Dame territory. Oh, preach. And I think that... State loses those last four games. I think they lose at Michigan, at Minnesota, Penn State, and then at Ohio State. That road schedule is just like as rough as it gets. But they could beat Notre Dame. I mean, you go bowling. Do you think they beat Western Michigan? Yes. Wow. Okay. So then I would if they if that happens, lock bowling. I think. Yeah. I, I also think they'll go bowling. I think they will improve. I don't think they're going to be great, but you know, always helps that kind of Big Ten. Seems to get into a lot of bowl games because Big Ten fans seem to travel and spend mm-hmm. a lot of money. So at a minimum, I think they'll get in a bowl game because of that. Sure, sure. All right, let's talk Big Ten West. So let's do it. Who's going to Indy? Uh, to me, right now, it's a three-team race between Minnesota, Northwestern, and Wisconsin. Uh, as much as you'd love the energy that comes out of the head coaches from Northwestern and Minnesota in PJ Fleck and uh, Pat Fitzgerald. It's got to go to Wisconsin right now. You, you, like this team was a New Year Six bowl game winner. Coming off of that, they have their starting quarterback back. Um, they have a head coach who's like still continuing to gain momentum. So Wisconsin is definitely the team to beat in the West. I don't see another team coming out of there. That said, I do see Minnesota and Northwestern should frequently be an upset alert. Uh, North Minnesota has been a nine-win team without P.J. Fleck. With P.J. Fleck, I think they're a double-digit team win. Um, I think that one of their losses, though, is definitely to Wisconsin. Same for Northwestern. Northwestern's been frequently bowling with Pat Fitzgerald at the helm, but they're just not at the point in recruiting or depth in which they can overcome a team like Wisconsin. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you said three-way race. I don't I mean, I don't really think this is a race. Uh it's I would be shocked if it was Wisconsin. They're definitely going to represent the West. I agree that I think uh Northwestern, you know, it's a strong team. I feel like the saying goes always the bridesmaid never the bride. <laughs> I think at best they're going to be a spoiler in the West. That said, I mean, they are returning 16 starters, including quarterback Clayton Thorson. But I I just don't see him beating Wisconsin. I do think they are going to be spoiler. I specifically think they're going to spoil Penn State's season. I think they're going to beat them in what that is, week five. In your scenario, Ohio State and Wisconsin meet up in Indy. Who wins? Ooh, tough, real tough call there. 
I tough call again. I think you got to go until I see otherwise. You got to go Ohio State, right? And in my scenario, Michigan and Wisconsin meet up, and it's Michigan. I think it's going to be a good game too. I think that it's not that tough to decide between Ohio State and Wisconsin, though. If you're like, all right, gun to my head, like, come on, really? Ohio State, or didn't they take them to overtime last year? I mean, anytime you're in overtime, the game's played. The game's played ten times. How many times does Wisconsin win? I'd say Ohio State wins six times. Wow, I'd say Ohio State wins eight times. Are you kidding? No, oh, I'm not kidding in any way. Wisconsin's returning 17 starters, including their uh, quarterback, including their entire D line, including their entire offensive line, and including all their linebackers. How are you saying they win eight times? That doesn't make sense. Who's the, especially when they took them to overtime last year? Who is the quarterback for Wisconsin? Alex Hornibrook. Hornibrook. Is the Who's the quarterback name? for Ohio State? Old man time, JT Barrett. JT I'm going to make that a thing. JT Barrett. Interesting. And the coaches are... how JT Barrett do in that uh, playoff game last year? Yeah, he wasn't playing Wisconsin. Fair. Fair. He wasn't fair. playing Wisconsin. Fair, fair. You have Sith Lord Urban Meyer against... Who? Sith Lord Urban Meyer who had... Like, what, six weeks to prepare for the Fiesta Bowl and against, put up that goose egg? Against who? To the eventual national I'm, champion. I'm just saying. Least. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Can you not? Wisconsin took him to overtime. Can you not name the Wisconsin coach or are you just avoiding answering? I'm saying you're being outrageous and I'm not really trying to buy into So that. while we're speaking King of the Castle, let's talk yeah. SEC versus Big Ten. On the podcast Saturday Down South, they said 1-12, to 12, SEC still has the edge over the Big 12, over the Big Ten. Do you buy or sell that analysis? Uh, one through twelve, no. That that's total garbage. I do think you could make an argument that the SEC might be better based on the fact that I think their bottom teams are much better than than the Big Ten's bottom teams. Say more. Uh, in example, Rutgers had zero conference wins. The SEC had no teams with zero conference wins. I am not confident that Rutgers could beat any of the, even the SEC garbage teams. I do think where we really start getting competitive is at the Minnesota-Nebraska range, which for them is the equivalent of like A&M, Tennessee. But I really think their garbage and teams Ole are Miss, better than our garbage And Mississippi State and Texas A&M. All those teams are in the mid-level for the SEC. And Georgia. Oh, Miss is in the garbage level. <laughs> the whole state of Mississippi, garbage level. So, and I hear that. And I, so, right, you think that, to me, the the lowest level teams in the SEC are Vanderbilt and Kentucky. And then in the Big Ten, we're looking at Rutgers, Indiana, Purdue, and Illinois. Maybe Indiana is too harsh to keep in that category. But definitely Rutgers, Purdue, Illinois. Okay, fine. At the top, though, you have Bama for the SEC. I'm not confident any of our top teams can beat Bama. Can beat? No. In a 10-game series, none of them would win a majority of the games. Fair. But Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Wisconsin, I think would beat the second-best SEC team that by would the be, same margin. What, Auburn? That That's my point. It, it's who because it's such a toss-up. Is it Auburn? Is it LSU? Is it Florida? Like, Is it Georgia? Georgia. I, like, I, I don't know. I would take all four of those Big Ten teams over any of the second SEC teams. So, okay, fine. Get your number one in. That Bama is not that much better than Ohio State, and they're not that much better than Michigan. Agreed. They're still better, though. 
Okay, but so our debate was was all in all, right? You have a great sure. number one, and we're completely outnumbering you numbers two through four. I mean, I guess we'll see when Florida plays Michigan, but I I don't think it's necessarily like a guarantee that Penn State is going to crush Auburn or like run away with the victory. I think that would be a very close fought game, probably less than ten points, seven okay. or seven or below. I agree. All right, Evan, tomorrow morning we're going to wake up. There's going to be college football on. And there's going to be college football on Can't every wait. Saturday from now until New Year's Day. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Should we pick? Should we pick them? Yeah. Let's do I it. Think, I think we should. I think we should. Let's there's only them. a couple games going on tomorrow, folks, and Matt and I have agreed on a majority of them. Oregon State at Colorado State. We're both taking the Beavers. Portland State at BYU. We're both taking the Cougars of BYU. Here's where we disagree. Hawaii is traveling to UMass, to Boston, to play the Colonials, I think. I'm taking the Colonials. Matt, you take the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. You know they're traveling halfway across the world, correct? I do understand. You understand their passing attack and how it works? I just don't think that's going to matter when you're jet-lagged AF, as the millennials say. (laughs) That's 6 p.m. start, dude. That's like noon for Hawaii. Ain't no worries, huh? Lunchtime. Some lunchtime TDs, anybody? We'll see. We'll see. I will be tuning in. Well, actually, it's during the Floyd Mayweather fight. I probably won't. (laughs) Then we have number 19, South Florida Bulls, traveling to San Jose State, right down the road from me. We're both taking the Bulls. Finally, all the way in Australia, we have number 14, Stanford, taking on unranked Rice. We're both taking Stanford. Dude. Charlie Strong, back in the saddle, back in your your back area, and not even peeping him. I know. I feel bad. I feel bad. So if I had planned this better, I would have gone. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. We can't wait to kick off college football tomorrow morning. Uh, Thursday night, we'll come to you with a special pod as we continue to kick off college football. First episode of College Game Day will take place Bloomington, Indiana, as the Buckeyes visit the Hoosiers in the first and greatest conference to get into battle thank you so much for tuning in we're incredibly excited to start season two 15 minute you with you remember you can find us on odd tune on itunes or wherever else you get your fine podcast hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode be sure to follow us on facebook and twitter at 15 minute you we would love and promise to share your input and questions on college football Fed several people contact me individually outside of those two venues and say hey you should include this hey you should include this hey you know what, guys? I would love to. Please just reach out at 15 Minute You. I'm happy to hear you. You're our people. We're your people. We're here for you. Thank you. Remember, folks, don't pick them like my brother. And don't pick them like my brother. Son. Son. We went a bit over there. How much? More like, tw- much? More like 20 Minute You. Ah, we can do ah, 20 Minute You can add it three minutes out. Yeah, I'll add a couple minutes. Whoa. But- I also had about 45 seconds that was, like, really awkward. Yeah, I mean, episode two, man, you got to get those yips down or something. We recovered, though, right? We did. I thought we did. I thought we did. I skipped. I, it just wasn't a good time to do the no, darker shit. So I was like, like let's, let's just move on. I'm sure there'll be a time to talk about that. Okay. Okay.